Sorry about that. Uh, uh, <laughs> I know that we're, we're on live right now. This is the uh, Cantina Mekis podcast. I'm on a phone right now. System here as soon as we uh, get going, but uh, I want to thank everyone for joining us. Uh, I'm not sure where I left. So, so you guys didn't hear any of what I said, just, just so I'm really clear. Yeah, correct. Wow. Okay. So we do have uh, three topics tonight. Well, we'll have several topics, but we want to get in specifically three topics tonight here on the Cantina and Mackey's podcast. So uh, thank you guys for joining us uh, live on YouTube. And of course, you can listen to this and every other previous edition of this podcast and the other incarnations of our podcast on in the podcast center on iTunes. So uh, again, uh, we do appreciate your patronage tonight. We're going to do, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but we're doing a deep dive on Chivas. So we have some, some, some Chivas experts with us uh, here tonight and we'll, uh, we will, we, we will see how long it lasts before they, before they, before they break the, the bottles and start going after each other with broken bottles. So <laughs> always fun to have that. And we'll talk about Raul Jimenez. Uh, he uh, and his big uh, no, no, non-move to, to China. A lot of interesting, an interesting angles in that story. And, of course, uh, we'll finish it up with uh, the team that we always talk about here on the Cantina Mekis podcast, the U.S. national team, and uh, how their January camp is proceeding with the players that they have and, of course, their new coach, who is an old coach. Bruce Arena. My name is John Jagu. Thank you all very much for joining us. I appreciate uh, you all putting, putting up with some of our technical issues that we've had. I know that we have a telephone number for you all to call in if you want to call in on the show. Uh, Cheekies, have you posted that number yet? I, I can't see right now. Uh, not yet. I'll get it set up here shortly. Well, there you go. Cheekies will uh, we'll post our number. That is, of course, Albert and Cheekies Campa, who is uh, on the Texas side of the uh, of the table tonight, uh, once again, another uh, third coast, uh, west coast uh, rivalry. It, uh, y'all know it's only going to end in bloodshed tonight because that, that, that's how these, uh, you know, these, the Tejanos and the, and the, what do y'all call yourselves out there? The bad coast. <laughs> See, they're, they're, they're so unified that they, that, you know, the, 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 the Californianos will have a. Angelinos, John. Angelinos. Thank you. Thank you, Juan. Juan Aceves, how are you this evening? Pretty good. Enjoying the America Santos Copa MX. Joel, you've, uh, I'm not going to lie, but it seems like that you have uh, lately have been have been paying <clears throat> paying a lot of attention to uh, to a, a striped team, but the stripes are, are not red and white, and, and they're horizontal. What's uh, what's up they, with that? That's like Chivas B team right there. They have our former coach Chepo. They have Ulises Davila. They have uh, Chaton Enriquez. So, so, so Santos isn't really Santos. It's Antechivas is, 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 is what it is. No, I mean, it, it's just interesting to see how some of these players, even coaches, will, will do, you know, they get ridden off. No, because and like right now they're wearing the black and the yellow stripes. Is this is this like watching Bizarro Chivas, like Chivas in a different dimension? <laughs> no, no, it's, it's oh. very much Santos. Oh. What was up, Ron? Uh, what is it that turned you on to Santos? Was it Iragorri's uh, construction hat? <laughs> the cowboy hat. <laughs> the cowboy hat. Is it that? Hey, I was like, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, gentlemen? Ronnie, thank you for joining us. Uh, has joined our, our our lovely illustrious podcast here. Ronnie, you are you uh, keeping an eye on your on your cremitas right now? 
I just I was w- watching a little bit of the game. Uh, I left uh, my studio maybe about 20 minutes ago, so uh, I'm trying to hurry up to f- watch the, the last bit of it. Yeah, well, uh, your your uh, your your boy Darwin scored a, a a real cracker. It was it was very nice from about oh. 30 yards out. Put it in the corner. So he's definitely uh, you know if if he if he gets a you know, this could with with Sam West out. This could be his chance. This is his last chance to do it. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right about it. It's his last chance. You know, but uh, I'll I'll be honest with you, John. Um, you know, watching uh, America the first, you know, the first game since uh, the final. Right. Uh, I. It just seems you, you you can't seriously already pass judgment on one game yeah. having to do with what they dealt with. I, I, I feel used. Okay, I feel that's that's what I did. I did. I mean, you know, watching you know Moy should be there, and you know, it, it, and even to a certain degree, I was like, you know what? I why the hell are we giving Sambuesa to Toluca in their centennial year? You know. Well, I thought the centennials don't mean anything, Ron. So what's no, the difference? But, but, but for the media, it does. Because I know I know that I made a comment, you know, last you know last year with that, you know, with the Luca, they don't really have anybody this year. I mean, that's uh, iconic. I mean, that's why they had to bring, uh, you know, uh, what's his name, Cristante uh, back, Cristante back, and stuff like that. So I don't know. Oh, I, I just, I, I honestly think I think that the Luca is going to do well. Um, well, they they couldn't have started off any better than they did. Yeah, those were two good goals, man. Yeah, those type of look like that, dude. I, I don't mind. You know, it's like, eh, it is what it is, dude. On one of them, although right. I, I think I think Marchesin could have done a little bit better in his placement. You know. No, but you're right though. To to to, to keep a ball on a trajectory like that for as long as it did, it's uh, that that's an impressive shot. There's no yep. question. And and both of them were, you know, mirror images of each other. Well, Ronnie, it's funny that you jumped in when you did because we were, we were, and I'm not kidding, we were, we we we, we had promised the audience that we were going to go into a, a a serious deep Chivas dive oh. for the for the oh. first few minutes of the show. So, so I, I don't think it'd be a better way to start the Chivas deep dive, and I'm sure Hoan will agree with me, is if we, but I can't play it. Ah, Damn it, I'm on the phone. Well, we'll have to, we'll have to wait. But anyway. Uh, so, so we will uh, we will be uh, doing a, a deep a deep <clears throat> Chivas dive. So there were just there's just a lot of moving pieces with what happened with the, with Chivas this week. A lot of a lot of uh, of course their 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 two zero win now. Now Joel, I know you you didn't get to see uh, uh, maybe saw the replays. Do you feel that, that 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 the red cards were justified? I know that the the Gallitos was absolutely justified, but the second one did you feel that, that, that the second one was just was just criminal and. Well, I think the player was already carded. He should have just known better at that point. So, do you think at that point, Joel, it just, it just, it just, it just falls more on reputation than anything else? That what, what, why guys get red, more, more red cards than others? Oh yeah, I think that does happen. I, I'm not sure if Kayu has that reputation, but if you're already on thin ice, uh, you know. And we we don't know what he said. He could have said something really crude about like his wife or you know some something really messed up. 
Well, whatever, whatever it was that he said, I'm sure the ref before he said it said, and if you say anything about this, then I'm going to give you a red card. You know, kind of like uh, in Bull Durham when uh, the umpire's like, did you just call me a, you know, a cocksucker? And then was I calling you? And then they just have that conversation. And then he, then he says it, and he goes, all right, you're out of here. So, he knew where his thin skin was at and his buttons, probably. And that's what he did. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, he got uh, he got a red card. Oh, well, but, you know, for, for Joel, for, for Chivas to be, they're up to zero, and for them to all, you know, they came really close to, to holding on, uh, being, being down two guys. So I think that that, you have to be at least uh, somewhat proud of their effort there. Yes, John, a great showing by the goalkeeper, too. Where they you, came close to losing. Now, do you feel, <laughs> seeing, seeing what you saw there, do you feel more confident with, with having him back there? Than maybe somebody else. No, yeah, he's certain. He's certain a spot as as a Chivas uh, first first choice keeper. So because the Monterrey had like like forty something shots in the game, which is you know those are like nineteen seventies numbers <laughs> as as far as shots on goal. So uh, yeah, that's uh, or not on goal, just just shots in general. But but uh, good on them and. Uh, you know, tell me about your boy Pisaro. You've seen him now for a couple of games. Is he uh, is, is 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 he worth uh, worth the shirt? Oh no, he's he, he's definitely quality. I don't know if he's worth the twenty million. <clears throat> let, but... let me ask you this: If Chivas wins a championship, maybe if they win two, would 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 he then be worth the twenty million? Yeah, I, that would be. You would have justified the cost. Uh, you know, but no, he he's been a quality player, uh, and it's good to see that he he was a fan of the team, as was his family, and you could tell he's enjoying his time. Hey, well, yes. When you hear like the comments that like my brother makes today, you know about <laughs> the national team. No, well, just about you know managers and. <clears throat> Mexican league execs not having faith in, in the Mexican players and, and basically calling out, you know, you know, the false patriotism, you know, of, of you know, of, you know, Mexican football, say like, you know, where they're, where they'd go and hire a foreign player. Are you, I mean, do you, how do you feel about my Almeida when he talks like that? No, you know what, Ron, I think that guy's just promoting himself. You uh, think he's, before, just to, he's, play, he's playing to the masses? Yeah, before he came, before he signed on with Chivas, his uh, agent was in Mexico, and that was around the time that uh, the national team was without a coach. So they were they were trying to they were trying to put him in the national team. So he, I, did, I, he, I, did, he did come to Mexico with three uh, suitcases full of clothes. Yeah, no, no, that was that was once he was hired, but uh, no, no, when he came, he came over. I'm serious. They found. So you, uh, you, so you don't see sincerity in in his professed love for Chivas. Uh, not fully, not fully, man. Because then he's gone on to say how it's difficult because he only plays with Mexican players. <laughs> okay. Is that a call? No, no. no. Yeah, so one woman he's talking about how he has it more difficult in the next 
Well, but you know, one of the things he also said that they hold was that uh, he said that that the reason that their foreign players are are, are favored is because they're more foreign coaches. Which, which again, I have to, you know, again, the, the, yes, there are foreign coaches in Liga Mekis, but you know, a, a vast number of the foreign coaches are, are guys that have been around Liga Mekis their entire career. So I have a hard time calling those guys, you know. Technically, yes, they're foreign coaches, but you know they might as you know there is, uh, you know, Liga Mekis is as as Nachambris or or, uh, or hey, Paco Valencia. Can I ask Jolie a question? No, you may not. You may not. <laughs> no, I, I just want to ask Jolie. Uh, in your opinion, who's more sincere in their love for Chivas, uh, Almeida or Higuera? Oh or man, that's a good question, and I'll say it's Almeida. Higuera's just milking it. He's milking Chivas for all, for all it has, man. And, and, he, and you know this, Joel, because he's, he's doing his dream job. Right? Yeah, Higuera is an Americanista. Do you believe he he's La Gata de Vergara? Hey, he, you know, <laughs> you know Pelayas called him that. and uh, He's drinking the Kool-Aid. Pelayas called him, and, he, you know, he, you can see he kind of got butt hurt. Yeah. And, and then even changed his Twitter. In his Twitter, he put, you know, in the about, yeah, in the about him section. <laughs> he even has a picture of a little kitty cat too, a little a little kitty cat emoji. <clears throat> yeah, so which I, I thought was uh, was very cute. Now another thing that uh, that I think even Vergara said was, hey, you know, even if we don't win it now, he's 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 backpedaled and said, hey, now if you know if we don't win a championship, it's okay as long as we, as long as long as I have no idea what or or it wouldn't be a, a fracaso. How is that? How are they not obligated to win the championship, Hoya Chivas? I mean, no, like they every, are, they are. every season. Oh, it, every yeah. Season. If, if you're gonna, if you're gonna consider yourself a big team. You know that goes without saying. I mean, you're Chivas. Consider Chivas. Do, do you consider Chivas a, a big team? No, sir. I've called Chivas the most famous mid-table team. <laughs> out there, man. <laughs> 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 That's that's uh that's what we've become, man. It's it's not easy to say it, but I'm gonna get an accident, dude. I'm gonna get into an accident. No, mid mid table. You know, most of the time we're at with the mid table. We're happy to qualify in eighth. You realize you know, Hola, that, that by you saying that, I, I, I can never in good conscience <laughs> play that again. I just can't do it. I'm going to have to erase it from the from my little board hey, here. We were headed there in 2006. We were headed back to that, John. And Vergara took it all apart. <laughs> the the no, team had no, won. I, the team I, regularly I was in semifinals. But you know what? You know what, Juan? I recall Chepo having uh, locker room issues with Bopo. Uh, uh, that did, yeah, but that didn't bring uh, the team down. That, One player didn't the, bring the team started, down. Uh, tearing that team apart. And then once he got rid of Bopo, um, you know, Chepo kind of signed his own death sentence. Uh, if he was sitting with Bopo and he didn't deliver the following season. Yeah, but that didn't. That, that wasn't the downfall of the team. He Vergara got so rid of was, pretty much everyone that has was involved. He, he pretty good, much shuffled good. everything. No He's doubt. like a deck of cards. He just kept no on shuffling doubt. it. 
You know, yeah, but see, now you're making it about Chepo. Uh, you know what? About Chepo. That's hey, why those had the health issues. Oh, and then he summoned, he summoned Pern, dude. <laughs> no, but hey, hey, look, in all, in all honesty, in all honesty, you know, you know, I've, I've talked a lot of smack about Chivas, but I, I think that we, we make the mistake of, you know, calling the teams big based on European football, the, the model, you know, that they use over there. I, I, I think, you know, and, and I think that you're talking about will, Irina. No, I'm just saying that I think history will back me up on this. That you know, our league is based. Basically, on the NFL, on the Super Bowl. I mean, you know, the guys that proposed it was Cruz Azul. You know, that you know when they when they, they wanted to mirror what you're talking what, about Ronaldo's girlfriend, right? Irina Shayk, the model. No, 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 no. What, what I'm saying is that I, I I do think that Chivas, <clears throat> in the grand scheme of things, I do think that Chivas is, is a big is a big team. I, I don't think like you know, I know for comedic effect that that was you know funny that you know what Joel said about you know being the most famous mid. Would what you, would, it just, would you say <laughs> the the what, what was it Joel? The most famous mid-table team, man. <laughs> no, no, but I mean, like they're only popular it, because most popular mid-table team, it, yeah. They're only a big team because they're popular and because they're all Mexican. No, 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 no. And that doesn't even make them big. That doesn't even make them big. But, but, but Ron, cheeky, cheeky. So if you think about it, I mean, if if I think it's fair to compare what considers our teams big, I think it would be it'd be to model it after the NFL because our playoffs are basically based on that. Why are you I mean, trying to you make think, the art legal gringo, man? We don't. It, it's it's not that it's not that I'm trying. It's a, it's a fact. We made Cruz it a long time ago, Pern. Yeah, it's uh... even with the draft. Cruz Azul, Cruz Azul's, uh, you know, not Billy, but his father, back in the '60s, and in a way to generate more money and more interest, they wanted to say, you know what? We'll look what they're doing up up north. I said, let's try to do something like that. And all and all the team and, and most of the clubs, you know, agreed to it. And, so, and adding adding to that, Ron, the old the old FMF logo was pretty much the NBA logo. So who was the silhouette in the old? Who was who was the actual player that the silhouetted in the FMF logo? You know what? I should know this, John. Uh, it was Jerry West. Was, was it Jerry oh, West? Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, they just yeah. they just uh, photoshopped the they ball. Just, they just they just made White. him. Made Jerry yes. West, Jerry West, the the soccer player, not the not the basketball player. Jerry. Just switch the ball around. So you know, so, it's funny you mentioned Jerry West. I was just in West Virginia a few weeks ago, and at their basketball arena, and it is they got Jerry West stuff all over that thing. And there's a big statue of him. As there's well, a, uh, there should be. Yeah, no, he, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he was a good player. I'm sorry, Ronnie, as, as you were saying, I didn't mean to interrupt. So, Please, so, so I'm saying it's like if if we were to you know make that comparison of comparing like. You know, for example, in the in the NFL, I mean, the, what the Steelers have what six six Super Bowls, right? Uh, what Cowboys and Niners have what five? Yeah. Uh, what the uh, Pats have what four? Like, there's like the Bears, no, the uh, Giants who are, who are also them? have. So I mean, if you you know you know one of the things that kind of ticks me off is like when you have like Jose, you know, well not just Jose, but you know other other Chris. Oh my God, they have they have twenty. They only like Chivas only has ten titles in a hundred years. That's like, dude, it's like the league started in in the forties, and really the playoffs started in the seventies. And when the playoffs so, started, Chivas, I don't, I, I don't think they won. Did they win the first one, or did they win the first long last long season? No, the the, the first actually the first league, yeah, America won it against Toluca. 
Yeah, so that means that the last long season was because Chivas won in 69. So they either won the last long season or the first Liguilla because the Liguilla didn't start until the World Cup but Ron, yeah, in yeah, 1970. So, yeah, so you so bring many, up the short season, Ron. Yeah. Well, it's true. And that, and obviously that, that adds, you know, more. So I know, but in, in the time that Pachuca has has established themselves as a first division team, they've won about six championships. Well, okay. To, to Chivas is two. No, I, I, under, I, understand, I understand that. You know, Joel, and, and obviously things go through cycles. It's not always going to be like that for Pachuca. I mean, how many, how many, you know, how many Liguillas or how many more, if, if like in, in the, in the 70s, how many, you know, titles would Cruz Azul have if we play, if we played, you know, the two short seasons? They'd probably have more titles. Same thing with America in the 80s, you know? So I, I just, I, I think that, you know, when we consider our teams big and stuff like that, I don't think we should, do you think Cruz Azul should have more titles? Uh, honestly, yeah, they've been a very, <laughs> they've had, they've had, you know, a lot of, you know, they're a great team, dude. They, they really are. You know, hey, you're not, you're not getting any complaints from me. I've, I've always thought Cruz Azul, I mean, I hold so, them in the so highest what, regard and always what, have. What makes a, what makes a team uh, big? Here's my opinion on that. I'll, I'll, I'll say this, I'll say this, Dan, and seriously. It's why that girl says what's what she said. No, no. I'll say, you know, it's not, you, you know, cheese. Show me your cucumber. It's not cheap. <laughs> it's, it's not cheesy stuff like El Equipo Más Grande de Mexico. Crap, like they're like Pachuca. You know, where you can win a title and then the next year and the next, the following season, you don't even qualify. And they've done that like three, four times. And the press doesn't say crap about it. But, you know, teams like, you know, teams like, you know, Chivas, teams like, you know, America. And, and even and even Toluca, you know, to a certain degree. You know, when they don't make the playoffs, it's the press tends the press tends to get on them. You know, so it depends on whether the press puts applies pressure on a team. Well, no. uh, well I mean that's that's sure of like one one my two things for a big team is big players, big money, and America would fall into that, and then big popularity, which Chivas is coming into that. Yeah, but why are they so popular? That's the question. I mean, what what has made the big teams the big teams? Why are they popular? In Chivas's case, it's because of the all Mexican because of Mexican pride and identifying with that. And in America's case, it's... Sorry. America's case is the excess of knuckles in the Ciudad de Mexico. You know what? You know what? With Chivas as well, they came in at the right time when, when they won, um, when they started with the Campeonismo era. It, it was like the timing was right because before that you had like Leon who had you know, they had gone on a winning streak and they didn't come nowhere near close to what what Chivas managed to do. So well, I, I mean, think- the, the advent of television is really what, what made, and obviously is what made what, uh, what made America popular, made, made Chivas popular. And it certainly is what made Pumas popular because Pumas didn't come into the league till 62, but they didn't really start playing really, really, really well until the mid-70s when they had all their... You know, they're that, that crazy good team that that they ended up with. You know, through the early eighties, and and, and I think that, so I think it's a combination of all three. I think it's a combination of of you have to you have to win a lot, and you have to do it with with huge players, and not necessarily be big money. They should be big players, and uh, that that is that is what makes a, a team a big team. Is you have to you have to win. I mean, you know, that's why I think, I think you're right, Ronnie about Toluca. I think that they, you know, they always talk about how the players' championship is uh, is is golf's fifth major. Within well, Toluca, would be the you know out out of the four big ones, Toluca is like right on the edge as far as I'm concerned because they've done it 
by winning big with you know with with iconic players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 you know, like I know that we touched on this, but you know, you have to put yourself in a position to win. And I think those teams have done that, even though some have have, have failed. You know, spectacularly, you know, like America in the 119th minute. <laughs> I can laugh about that now. Uh, you know, the fact that you're fighting for these things, you know, constantly, that's – you didn't have to play that, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, actually, I meant to play the the drums. There you go. There you go. This is Dan's favorite drop, by the way. I didn't know if you knew that, Ronnie. This is, this is the drop that Dan's, Dan likes the most. Because oh, the little eagle sound right there at the end. Well, yeah, it yeah. reminds me of yeah. a of an Escondido afternoon, dude. You know, I think that that's why um, yeah. I have I do have an issue with you know with with Chivas. You know, they meet all the criteria, but but lately, to me, I mean, I mean, when I think of iconic Chivas players, and I know I know you guys are Chivas fans, but like but like you know like the outsiders, I just they're just, I mean, who? Buffalo. Totally agree. I, it's tough I, to I, find iconic. Yeah, I, and this I, I have said in the past that you know one of the things that has you know held Chivas back was the fact that they didn't play foreigners because I've always said that you know teams like América, Cruz Azul, Pumas who did have foreigners produced more national team players and iconic national team players. Where if I were to go back, I would only put Salcido. You know, if I were to do like you know a best eleven all time and have honorable mentions, really the only Chivas player that I would have in the last twenty twenty five years is just Salcido for the national team. For the national team, yeah, no, and, you're, and, probably, you're probably right. You know, and, and, you know, and obviously, you know, Chicharito, but I, I, I'd still, I would still put another. I would still put, you know, as far as center forward, I wouldn't put, you know, Chicharito, but that's, that's a whole different, uh, that's a whole different. Uh, uh, conversation, but you know, Salcido, at least for me, you know, hands down, just a hell of a defender. Like you know, I I think he you know better than better than than Suarez. His World Cup in uh, in South Africa was really spectacular. I mean, he played just out of his mind. He he was he was he and, and Rafa were far and away the best players of the team, and and and, and Salcido was a. Now Rafa played terrific, and I thought Salcido was better than Rafa that, that, that whole tournament. Rafa, good lord, I sound like a like I'm talking from around here. But anyway, we uh, oh, it is it is ten o'clock. We 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 got our half hour in, so it's a it's a good spot for us to to move on. Uh, sorry, Joel, j- just just to give you one last taste, Joel, just get a little one, just get a little one, Joel. <laughs> All right. All right, so so we're uh, we're going to move off the Chivas. Uh, we've got our our deep dive in. I'll have to get the uh, the, the the sonar uh, for that next for when, next time we do a deep dive. But I do want to talk a little bit about Raúl Jiménez and uh, with his uh, really probably just a gigantic no story uh, to, to be honest with you. But uh, turns out that he uh, had a allegedly had a big uh, contract to go to China, and he said no, and. And then he tweeted out, uh, to, I think it was the two that we fight us, and he said this because they actually listened to the players over here. So it was obviously a little, a little pop to whatever happens over on this in this side of the world. But uh, you know, he cut. I don't know how much his contract was, but I'm sure it was for a lot of money, and he turned it down. And 
it's a bit ironic out, considering that. It's a bit ironic though, considering that he did leave. And he left on good terms. Yeah. You know, he left on good terms. I mean, in fact, even El Tuca, you know, was pra- you know was praising how he left, and and that's you know when he was obviously he was uh, criticizing Pulido. Right. But yeah, but I mean that's the thing though is that uh, you know maybe he's seen too many times where guys didn't have that option. But yeah. the, I guess the question for for Raúl is I mean, how, how much was the contract for specifically? Does anybody know? I mean, I heard I heard thirty million. Fifty three, I think that's what I heard or what I read. It was seventy nine. Fifty three million. That's uh that's a big number. His, I, I heard were, fifty as well, but I don't know how much they were offering him personally. Well, he would normally get, I think, ten. I think the well, the like the standard rate. If I'm not wrong, maybe you might. You want to? I think it's ten percent, right? Just, just like a signing bonus. Uh, you know, honestly, I'm yeah. not sure what the yeah. Chinese. And I'm sure for other players, it might it might creep. Like I'm sure for Ronaldo, if he ever we like, if he went from Real Madrid to whoever, I'm sure he'd probably get like twenty percent of it. But uh, yeah, but and his wages too. I'm I'm sure he was he was looking at a significant bump in salary, but. Um... You know, good for us, I guess, as fans that he chose uh, to stay in Europe and hope and to to compete in, uh, I guess, the best uh, soccer that that's that's out there. I guess it's, it's, at least that's his feeling, apparently. Right. Well, they do have Champions League, and they made it to the quarterfinals last year, and they actually, thanks to him, came a really well. At least they made it at least interesting against Bayern for like the first. 35 40 minutes of their of their I think it was the second line cuz he did he did get a goal and uh and at that time they were they were forcing at least extra time with that goal so it was uh it was uh good for him he's been injured unfortunately this year he actually got injured playing those two meaningless uh, qualifying matches that they didn't have to play at all is, is when he got injured. That's, uh, but they uh, had the do you think? Do so. you think it changes his standing within the team? Because I'm sure like the owners uh, or like the sporting directors are pretty Well, see, I guess that's my, that's my question is that, uh, you know, how much of, I mean, how much of, how much, what percentage of credence do we give to this? Is this 100% accurate or is this just the, the agent blowed smoke up everyone's bottoms? Throwing out that number. It could be, John. I mean, it could be that, you know, the agent's just trying to fish. It's a fishing expedition. Yeah. To see what else What else he could get for his client. Right. Which is what agents are supposed to do, and that's fine. But, uh, you know. If that's the case, and I'm sure the team is was all in favor of that because they've invested a lot of money in them, and, uh, and I'm sure they, they, they're, they're itching to see a return on that. Yeah, I mean, I think. I mean, that's the thing, does it? I mean, I think that for what he's, you know, when he's played, he's done really well. And so, you know, now that as he's getting back into it, and I'm sure that he'll have a, you know, a solid uh, second half of the season. And if he does, then, uh, you know, and if the other guy isn't, then we're going to have to see uh, a Jimenez play in Russia. I mean, there's just no no way around it. Well, Confederations Cup too. I mean, if he plays, uh, assuming he plays, he's, he puts himself on the shop window right there too. Before the he World does, Cup. and you know, and he, and he puts himself. He's going to be like what twenty five, twenty six uh, at that time. So that's right when he's you know going to quote unquote peak and if, give him. Go ahead. If if he does, if he does, 
I mean, if, if everything was true that, you know, China was trying to lure him and, and, and he decided to stay for sporting reasons and not for monetary, I mean, you know, obviously bravo, but, uh, you know, that, that brings me to another, you know, I guess a parallel because I, I had read that uh, uh, Tim Howard, the, the goalkeeper for uh, the U.S., you know, he had, he had hinted about, you know, Klinsman should have probably been out, you know, after uh, – after uh you know 2014 world cup and he you know he kind of without he was diplomatic obviously but he he criticized how you know klinsman you know went after players that just could you know obviously wear the national team and not so much you know you know care about care about you know uh they didn't he like he didn't care he, he wanted these players in europe and stuff like that and the reason i'm, I'm bringing that up is because I think, you know, players know that Osorio, in many ways, I think is like a cleansman that, you know, he wants players in Europe. He's kind of, you know, he kind of thinks, I don't want to say he belittles the league, but, you know, he wants his players in Europe. And I don't think I, that makes him unique. I think any any coach from anywhere around the world is probably going to want their players playing in Europe. I think that's just the norm now. I, um, and I don't think he's devalued. I mean, if that were the case, he wouldn't be calling. He'd be a little bit more apprehensive about calling Mexican players playing in Liga MX. What he has made clear is that he doesn't exactly trust the level of MLS. Well, he was a coach in MLS. Yeah, and I don't trust him. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just saying, don't confuse. Like, let's not be fair with, with your argument. I mean, most people think that the best way to to get the most out of your players to be challenged in the best of leagues and the highest of competitions. And broadly speaking, everybody thinks or everybody feels that that's in Europe. So naturally, any 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 coach is going to probably want their players playing there. I, I think that's just the way it is at this point. Yeah, but like the point that the point that the Tim Howard was trying to make was that you know. It, it, that you know that the the the, the no love. wasn't wasn't his uh his beef more along the lines of of anti kind of like uh, naturalizado like in Mexico where they're getting players that are not naturalized but not really raised American I guess well yes and yes, that yes. that they don't and, exactly feel the, the the jersey like like other players wasn't that his he, beef? He, he, well, he did. He did make that. He did make that. Uh, you know, connection, and obviously the connection that you know Amy Wambach from the U.S. national team. You know, the women's, where like you know we don't want you know naturalized players. She said it a little bit more bluntly, and obviously got more criticism. He the way he said it was a little bit more diplomatic. But you're right; it's the same thing. You know, the the point that you know also one of the points that Howard was trying to make was that you know Klinsman relied too much on Europe have worked with what he had here rather than you know there's there's the ideal and then there's the realistic and it's like he he didn't really want to work with what he had so i don't know i I think that i think that you know perhaps if it's true one of the reasons why you know he didn't chase the money was because he wants to be taken into account for you know confeds and obviously the world cup and doing that in Europe, even if it's with, you know, that's the reason why we should, 
we should well, have more Mexicans going to Europe, you know, so they can get that prestige. And- well, let's be honest, if uh, uh, Fernando, I mean, right, but if his if his end game is that, I mean, obviously Benfica is where he wants, you know, he wants to he wants to move up, and he's yeah, he'll move up some, you know, doing it for Benfica. But you know, if he does, if he scores four goals in Russia, that. Uh, so I think you're right, Ronnie, because I mean he's this, he seems like a pretty driven guy, uh, Jimenez. So you know maybe he has this uh, you know this dream that he wants to play, and he needs to sort out know, the his injuries. Know. His uh, he he tends to be prone to injury, and and that's something that he needs to be able to sort out. Just because it's it's turning almost into like a, a Hector Moreno type of situation where you. Everybody was feeling that um, Moreno was going to make a big move to, to a big team, and then he he broke his leg. Well, you can't blame that on like being injury prone. No, no, no. I'm just saying though that 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 though the he's going to miss his window if he keeps getting injured. Is my point. No, you're absolutely right. I think that, and, and that's why I think that this particular season and and that particular tournament is is his is his best chance to make an impression. So yeah, he probably you all are probably right. It's probably. You know that's probably why 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 he uh, why he wants to stay. Damn, I hope I hope all the animals are in. Is the, did we get the barn door closed? <laughs> that's Ronnie, man. Jeez, <laughs> that's Ronnie, a, are you getting yeah. all the cats for the? Hope everything is all right for your. Uh, what is a food truck tomorrow or what? You know, I did notice uh, Fernando that that you did happen to call. Uh, you, you know, we mentioned Chepo a few times. We won't get into that, but but uh, your uh, your Rayados they uh, they came really close to getting incredibly embarrassed hey, at the, at the Tamalera. <laughs> I think they were. I think they were embarrassed. It was an embarrassment. They were up one player for for how long? Almost a half. Or they something? were up. They were up two players. Yeah, but you got to remember they were playing against Chivas, who has a really good coach. You know, knows how to manage those type of situations. Oh, that's right. I forgot. That Are you saying uh, you saying Chivas has the better of the of the, of the two coaches? I actually do believe so. He's better than Turco Mohammed, in my opinion. That if they, if Monterrey no. were to invest in, uh, you know, in more. In what the do team, you base that on? Be, well, you know, like first of all, no titles. Well, what are you talking about? He has titles already. Did y'all hear Title. about their about their embarrassing title? Did y'all hear about their embarrassing uh, situation they had Saturday? The both the both coaches showed up wearing the exact same <laughs> Italian suit. <laughs> shirt and tie so wow. they, they were like competing in, in the same suits. It's a, so 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 fernando who 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 wore it best is my question uh i don't pay attention to that crap i don't know where did turco so turco won with america right and he did and Cholos. He did. yes he has uh league titles because you know he's always been in good teams but almeida you know, he had to work the team when he had garbage like Omar Bravo. You know, he won titles with that. So just think well, about Turco that. Well, Turco has more talent now probably than – Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's why Almeida is a better coach because he's done more with less. I'm you know? thinking it's more like – I guess I'm looking at it from the standpoint of, all right, he's won there and he's won there. But the reality is that if, if you look at both of the uh, both of the teams, like as, as far as how, how they've gone, <clears throat> Monterrey has actually gone further. Than, than Chivas has. So I think that that actually kind of negates your... Well, yes, he's, he's, because he's, they, he's... their team is stacked. You know, like even probably I could probably coach the team to the finals. You know, so that... that, that That's how that good they are? Into... Yes. Wow. You know? Well, if you're going to mention about 
team but I'm just stacked. saying you you can't you can't ignore Chivas. I mean, geez, okay, hold look on. At, look at the investing that they're doing. Like Chepo didn't get you're, that kind of love. You're right, but you gotta remember again that he, so far I'm talking about just coaching, not squad. I'm just saying that the coaching that Almeida has done <clears> with less. Remember, he won a title with uh, with Omar Bravo, man. Oh my God. Do you think the Cholos championship with uh, Turco? You think that squad? Can you name it? Well, they had that uh, Dario Moreno, and they had um, who else did they had? Joel, can you tell me who the who the coach was when Chivas last won their title? Who was the striker? Who was the striker? Yeah, yeah, it was it was uh, Bravo. Okay, I'm just making sure that, that reminding Pern about that. And we had Sergio Santana too, the Luca guy. I forgot and about he just, Sergio he, Santana. He's singing he's singing Almeida's praises because he. Uh, he won with with Omar Bravo. I just wanted to remind him. No, Omar Bravo had just, uh, you know, he had broken a goal scoring record for Chivas, and prior to that, he had helped Atlas. <clears throat> Atlas were close to being relegated. Uh, I don't think Turco has lost his him. mojo all of a sudden. I personally think that it's probably <laughs> more an organizational type of issue. With Turco. Um, you know what I think? Yeah, it is, and maybe honestly. he wants it too much too, because I know he's attached to the team, and and that might be affecting his decision making. Maybe. I think it's time for Turco to go. That's it's not time for Turco to go. Good lord. <laughs> well, I will say something about Turco. Let, let him lose like six. Or seven I don't know why Cardona didn't start that game. So there's beef or whatever, but if Turco's gonna bring him off the bench, that's not that's not where he needs to be. He needs to be starting and playing. He's too fat, man. He's their best, one of their best players. <laughs> Supposedly, Cardona. Well, yeah, he's a good player. Don't get me wrong. But right now, Chivas is a stacked team too, and I'm pretty sure. You know, just look at it. How so? So, who are you rooting for uh, Saturday, Fernando? <laughs> Gambia Rayas, right here. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're talking about coaching. Not- <laughs> No, no, I'm asking, I'm asking who you, who, who are you rooting for? Just tell me. You, you can pick one or the other. It's fine. Well, you, you, this Saturday? It's coming up Saturday? No, last Saturday. Oh, of course, Monterrey. <laughs> okay. But I'm just saying, I'm not surprised that they gave such a hard game to Monterrey, you know, because the coaching and the squad. Oh. That they have. It wasn't a hard game. Monterrey scored, or, uh, had so many shots on goal. Chivas just barely won because of uh, the last one. Oh, hang on, hang on. Chivas almost won with with playing with nine men. They, they yeah. were they were they were playing two men down for 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 the a huge chunk of the game. That's what you call great coaching, you know. If you're down and you still you know make it so, out, that's so so up. so to you the the game was the best of both worlds because your your team didn't lose, weren't embarrassed, so they get the, they get the point to tie. But on the other hand, you you get to just really just. Just jam Joel as much as possible with 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 Almeida by saying, "Oh, it was because the coaching was so terrific. It was fantastic. The best coaching job I had ever seen. I could, but I can't. Let me tell you, this has nothing to do with Joel. First of all, you know, I'm just saying that <laughs> that you know, um, Chivas does have great coaching, and that they have that going for them. Very, you know, because I'm not going to lie, Fernando. Normally, you come on this show and you just start just. Ripping everybody left and right. <laughs> you, 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 are cool. I'm out. Well, let's I'll, hope it doesn't come to that. I'll yeah. leave it to whoever deserves it, you know. And and I made that for sure doesn't deserve it. All right. All that right. was 
That's basically a win for him. Basically a win for him. Yeah. Well, you know, it uh, it was unfortunate that they had that second out. The first one was uh, was indeed a a yellow card. It was uh, I'm sorry, a red card. This to Gallito, uh, it was it was a uh, it was a red card. But the second one, yeah. But I think I think Juan is right though. It's uh, it's a matter of uh, of you know what the ref said to the player, whatever it is, and it just it was unfortunate. Now it's funny that you guys talked about the uh, the Bruce Arena <clears throat> and Tim Howard conversation that we had earlier. They are going through their January camp right now. The MLS team, sorry, the U.S. national team players rather that are uh, mostly MLS based, not all, but mostly MLS based. And uh, Bruce Arena's back. This is kind of the first time for them for the U.S. to to, to bring back a guy that had coached uh, that had, that had coached before. How's it going to go for them the second time around? They're going to fail. I, I can see it already. It's, it's, they're just going to go back to the bunker style, which they're good. They're good with it, but they just uh, they don't have a Landon Donovan to to score off the counters. So it's going to be much worse. Okay. They don't have a player that would be able to do what Landon Donovan used to do, which. Which execute a perfect counter. Uh, I'd see them qualifying to the World Cup. Yeah, I mean, are they, is it is it going to be a struggle for them, or are they going to get their? No, I I think they'll struggle a bit, but I think in the end they'll they'll pull through. Uh, the coach really he knows the region. He knows. I how think to... he knows the region, but they dug themselves a pretty big hole. They're looking at pretty uh, much a fifty-fifty chance of qualifying. I think they're gonna. It's only been two they... games though. Yeah, but losing at home is big. Yeah, but I mean, we've seen Mexico come back from what? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm just saying that losing, losing three at home is bad. Changes. Losing four, letting in four goals um, away is really bad. So, like, clearly the team. I mean, you could you could say that that uh, that they're going to qualify if if you're 100 percent blaming it on Klinsman. I don't think that's the case. I think I think Fernando did, does bring up some valid points that they don't have a go-to player that's that that's able to lead the team. Yeah, but these other teams, they're not that. Like aside from Mexico and Costa Rica, the rest of the region, their talent level is not leaps and bounds. But Are you serious? Panama, not exactly. bounds, I'm very serious. That's what I'm saying. The Panama, Panama they could be strong, but they're not. Right now, La Concacaf is the strongest it's ever been. I don't know where where you're getting. I don't think from. I don't think that's true. Oh, I absolutely agree with Fernando there. Believe me. But, that, that 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 this is the strongest Concacaf has ever been. No, I've seen I've seen stronger. I mean, no, sir. Honduras Honduras is just jumping back. They still they still. Yeah, but but, but not consistently. Went, man. They, I'm, I'm, I'm went, telling you, please believe. I know, me. but Honduras went through like a period of just being really bad, and and they're just getting back. They're just getting back in shape. Yeah, but they they, they have a pretty um, strong generation of players coming up, right? They do. Yeah, but who? If you compare it to older Honduras teams, they don't have those those players. They don't have like Casuazo. They don't have a Tyson Nunez right now. They might for the next, but not right now. Uh, Panama's like just an older yeah, but, squad. But, but, but individually, team, yeah, Honduras individually has had good teams. But like as a whole, CONCACAF has never been stronger, ever. I, I don't want to go revisionist history right here, man. I, I, uh, I've, seen, I've seen the stronger teams. 
Yeah, but maybe, but yeah, but you're, but are you, are you just speaking about just like one team out of out of the six? No, no, just or, or you're just a, as a collection. You've you've seen you've seen a stronger team. Yeah, no, as a collection. When we had even Jamaica when they went okay, to ninety eight, so, and and that team held their own. Let's talk about that. Okay, so let's look at the two thousand six hexagonal. Okay, so let's throw out Guatemala because they they were in it. Honduras, like you were saying, had went through bad spot them. So let's. Let let's let's let, let's replace Honduras with Guatemala. Let's talk about the 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 the, the, the six teams. Okay, the USA was in there. Were the US better or worse than two thousand six in twenty sixteen? I'll be honest, I don't even remember their their squad from back then. But this is obviously not one of their strongest squads for the US. So you think US worse? I wouldn't say worse. That's that's a bit just not as good. I mean, I, I think they always maintain this level. So, you know, worse literally means not as good. Joel, you should be like right now saying, you should be agreeing with us right now because a lot of, a lot of the He sounds a little bit players, like the senador. senador. No, no, I'm just saying like a lot of a lot of CONCACAF players right now from all over the region play now in OMLS. No, that has nothing to do with that. Well, it has something to do with that. No, but, yeah. I'm just saying that Joel should be like saying, yeah, they're the strongest because look, they're all playing in MLS. And now he's saying that CONCACAF is its weakest right now. You know, now I you didn't say. Oh, I didn't see. That's the thing. I didn't see. say Coca-Cola is the weakest. I'm just saying, if you can't see the correlation right there, I'm just saying I don't, I don't see. I don't see the region as strong as I saw it. I've seen it in other qualifiers where uh, Mexico struggled. You know, like uh, granted, there's more tickets, but right. So, we, so, so we let's had, go back to 2000 because that was the last time Mexico classificó caminando con. Well, then, hold, hold, hold. are you abstaining from this exercise? Are you abstaining from this exercise? Yes, John, you are you are abstaining. I I have to agree with Hoyle that this is the, one okay. of the weaker ones okay. that we've seen in a while, and I'll tell you why. One, for starters, the very team that we're talking about is in a slump, uh, which is Team USA. All right, that's Team One. Team Two, Honduras. They're they're, they're not the teams. That's from not the pack. Team Two. Team mm-hmm. Two is Costa Rica. No, no. What I'm saying, and team they're two just like as strong. <clears throat> no. Honduras they, hasn't they, typically qualified Andres, for World Cup. Honduras was struggling to get into the hex. They always struggled to get into the hex. Remember the Wait last hex? They had to they had to beat Canada. They they gave them a whooping, but they had to beat Canada to to get into the hex. And in, in two fourteen, that's what they do. And like I mentioned earlier, they were they're still, as Joel pointed out, they're still going through a bit of a transition. But they're only going to get better at this point. So I mean, they 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 got through you the rough part of actually qualifying hey. into the hex. <laughs> You you can't you can't say that they're only going to get better because uh, you know the, the whole Copa the Copa Centroamericana is going on right now. You know, uh, Honduras played Panama. Did you see that the coaches almost got into Ranafisticuffs? They did. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. Because he accused them of of, of uh, paying off. Um, Ronnie, <laughs> what would you have done if if uh, if uh, Rueda grabs grabs uh, was it Suarez grabs him by the head like like the mountain had uh, had uh, the uh, the the, the Dornish king, what was his name? I would have done one of those Beto and just, and just, and just, and just blasted his head open like 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 the mountain did in Game of Thrones. 
Nah, I would have done one of those things like like the Beto, Beto moves where he just jiu-jitsu and just take him to the ground. <laughs> That's right. what I would have done. Smash him. What's that? Smash him. I used to know uh, a camera guy in Houston, actually. He was, uh, he was also uh, he was nationally ranked in judo in his weight class in age. And uh, and he would tell me one time, and he he would that thing, he was in Spain, and he had his camera with him, and, so, and and some guys came up and were wanted to steal the camera. And he's like, "You guys need to walk away right now," and they didn't. And he said, "It's all leverage." So I'm yeah, sure leverage. just is the same way. Yeah. So no, I, I I don't think I don't think this this team this, I, and and that's not to say that. That's not to say that you know Mexico's, you know, up there. Well, you know. well, well, maybe y'all are misunderstanding me. I mean, you know, I mean, maybe individually the teams might be like a bit worse or better than like previous versions of that team. But there are a lot more teams now that uh, that, that that play a lot better in the region that they, than there were than there ever were in the past. Cuba's becoming respectable slowly. Well, I, I think we just got used to seeing some of these teams now, like Panama. We've gotten more used to them. Because, you know, we've seen them play more often. But Trinidad and Tobago, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't, I'm not losing sleep over them. <laughs> uh, same with Honduras. I, you, you, you know, you, you I, do I've seen remember, stronger Honduras teams. You do remember that, 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 that they, Trinidad and Tobago beat Mexico at, at, at a Gold Cup. Yeah, at a Gold Cup. But okay. You know, How long ago was that, though, John? I mean, you know, last year, eighteen months ago. <laughs> <laughs> and who was the team that that, that we tied um, <laughs> before the before the qualifiers started last year? Was that also uh, Trinidad and Tobago? That was Trinidad and Tobago. Yes, four to four. Was it like a four yeah. four? Okay. Yeah, it was a pretty amazing game. They have a mean, great squad. They... My point is, is that I remember, believe me, back in the. You know, even up until 2006, which is what I was trying to say, is that yeah, Panama was in the Exagonal 2006, but they were, you know, they were much stronger. Costa Rica is stronger than they were in 2006. Probably the yeah. only teams that aren't are, are the U.S. and the Trinidad. And I think Honduras is getting better because because they've they've gone through the transition. They're you know, they're using their Olympic team. That, that's okay. a good team. Well, here, here here's here's a thing though. Here's a thing. Don't don't you bring a thing to an argument, Mister? <laughs> no, what I'm saying what I'm saying what I'm saying here is now. The teams, obviously, you know, one of the things that, you know, one of the reasons why Chepo got kicked off the national team was because of the results that he was getting, you know, at home with teams bunkering. And it was working for them. But I still don't consider a team when a team goes and bunkers, you know, for a result. They're Obviously, they're playing for the result, but it's but they know deep down that they don't have the moxie, they don't have the the, the, the capacity to play alto alto. I, I totally agree with that. When you so, poker, you you just basically are seeding the ball to the opponent, hoping that they just don't score on you. You're you're, you're playing percentages, but you're also mentally you're you're telling yourself, you know what? I don't have I don't have it to play. I don't have it. You but know, they don't seem to have a problem doing that when they play them at home. What's that? But they, but they don't seem to say, say well, that. Well, hey, well, hey, keep in mind, in the last in the last World Cup qualifiers, Mexico, Mexico should have won in Honduras. You know, there, there was that fake penalty that you know, yeah, they two to two, and then uh, so. did didn't Andres Guardado get kicked in the face at the end of the game? 
So and then the ref right in front of the ref, and the ref just looked at him like, "Yeah," and and it was in it was in it was in the in the box too. So, my, my, you know, so like you know, that's also like you know one of the points that I'm trying to make is that I don't think that this is the strongest you know Concacaf has been. That has nothing to do with how strong it is or not. Um, <laughs> even though, how are, <laughs> I agree, definitely not the strongest Concacaf. No, I, I don't. No, I don't think that has a measure. Uh, just because they bunker doesn't mean it's not. It's, that's not a measurement of what is strong or not. He's not saying that. <clears throat> no, not I'm being not saying that. Not being I'm the strongest, not, though, doesn't, be, doesn't equate to being shit either, though. No, but I'm. I've, what I'm and saying is what, that I've, and that's I've the seen, picture that you guys are kind of picturing, painting because I think it does. Though you're you're, you're you're trying to make it seem like like the entire region sucks. So of course Mexico is doing well. Well, um, here's the overshadow the fact oh, that you're trying, to, you're trying to build an argument oh, to make it to, to to make it sound like like no. Carlos Osorio is doing a crap job, even though he's only where, lost the one. Where are you taking it there, Dan? There's nothing to do with that. That's exactly what you guys are doing. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, this is what it is. Mexico stays. You do have, you you do have one of the more talented always bring up cheating. It's not fair. Mexico stays. Mexico stays on a on a certain level of. Skill and this generation, like Juan said, is is one of the top. But they go down. There's ups and downs. Central American teams, the rest of Concacaf, do ups and downs right now, as well. But on a lower wavelength, on a lower level than Mexico. And right now, they're on a lower level. They're rising. They're rising. They're rising. They're rising. But they're you know Mexico is going to always be. Look, all I know is that when when a team is bad in Concacaf, they're not playing. Mexico or whatever it is, and they're playing them one nothing. You know, they Mexico whips those teams six seven nothing. The, the, that's what I think of when I think of a team as bad in Concacaf. And then that 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 had that used to happen as much in the hex as it happened any other time. And the, those days were over. So yeah, the, the team that beat six zero were, were I got a very, question for you though. Were like the very weak teams. Like that's not true though. That was Kikinteca scoring against all those island teams. Yeah, yeah we, those, we have, those are island teams. I'm not talking about island teams. I'm talking. I'm talking about Honduras. I'm talking, I'm talking about El Salvador. We haven't the beat them with big score like that in a long time, though. That's my point. Thirty-one was probably the last Thank time. Thank you very much. That's his point. That even the weak teams are a lot better than what they used to be. No, this but teams, no, this is my point. We never then. really did beat the Honduras six-year-olds. Like, yes, go down the list. You're yes, not going to find when. Well, maybe not six, but four for sure. All right, when? I don't remember. 1993. Being... Are you guys saying that there's in, more Gordi now than before? In Honduras and yeah, in... over 20 Aztec. years, man. <laughs> With... Yes, exactly. See, but see, that's the... just one. You have to that... go back that far to find one example. Example. How many more that... examples do I need to find? Because we, we do make it seem like Mexico was just smashing through the competition, but... Reality is, we got eliminated from '74 World Cup. We got eliminated yeah, from '82 World they Cup. Out, they didn't get to play any you games know, in Mexico. I know, but but see, that just goes to show we never really truly dominated these teams. We so then, why are you giving? So then, why are you giving Osorio such such a hard time? I haven't been giving him a hard time. What yeah, you have? I oh, haven't even mentioned him. You've been against him before. He even had his first game. Okay, look, now you're jumping ships, man. I think Concacaf is one thing. Might be where Osorio is against rivals outside of the region in top com- tournaments. We we don't really need a coach for well, this a, region. Well, that's a pretty small to sample. To, to, that's a pretty small sample, and you're only going to use the one game. So what one game? There's more to me. It's more than one game because I I criticize this whole Copa America 
uh, Centenario. I, you've, I been riding, you've been riding his ass for, 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 for many games. But but I haven't even brought him up. I mean, he has been a non-issue to me for this. I just think, though, that the fact that he's been doing it, he's been qualifying so far, the qualifying process, has been doing it without a sweat. It's pretty good, considering the fact that this almost never happens, at least in modern times, because twenty going back twenty years is 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 too long. Well, well I mean, we're looking back in, when in, when uh, if we're looking in recent times, when La Volpe qualified too, Caminando, that was also a week. You know, a, a lot of the teams weren't as strong as as they can be. You know, I think we overestimated Honduras when we played them, and even Chepo or Piojo could have. Beat the end of that streak, like Pern says, and beat them, and then beat whoever El Salvador, who we played next. Not disputing that. Osorio's credit is is inflated a little bit. I think any coach. I just think that you guys. Well, not maybe not so much you, but but the argument just seems to be kind of like conflicting. Like you can't have it both ways. Like either the either the region is getting better or it's not. Like you you use past results. I don't know. I, I just, I just think that the region is in a slump right now. Mexico is is up top. They're on, you know, they have their generation that's really good, and everyone else is in a slump. I don't think so. Especially- I think Costa Rica is about as good as they've ever been. They're 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 still building or, or still continuing what they did uh, in the last cycle. Uh, the U.S. is the notable uh, drop off. Drop off, yeah. Costa Rica won the yeah. won the hex. They're at the even, top. Of the hex a even the US hasn't dropped off that much because it did make the final of the Gold Cup. And let's face and, it, and their centenario wasn't that bad. The, no, the US, I, I, I think, when they I fall, think uh, they fall very, 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 and they come back up very quickly. They always have. I think though that the, the glaring though when they were struggling, and while they were losing all those games, was when Klinsman was trying to make the team play a certain way. And when they reverted back to a more conservative approach, they started getting results. I mean, yeah, they're dependent on they're dependent on that. To, 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 so, I, I, they're, they're, I think that this is a very weak team for the. But but besides them, though, Honduras, like you said, they're they're starting to field some of their uh, Olympic players that are that are coming around. They're developing. They're going to be. They're going to be as good, probably, or near about, just because we have. They're going to be a better players. team in the hex. And this is why, and, and Ronnie brought this up a long time ago. It's like when you have a chance to eliminate a team like Honduras, you, I mean, you, you just put your foot on their neck. I mean, they had a chance to eliminate them. Granted, it was, it was a, you know, they had to score like four or five goals, but they could have done it. They didn't do it. So well, we'll see in March when the United States plays Honduras. How will Honduras? I think I think Honduras will come out with a tie that game. So Mexico before they go to uh, Russia has Honduras and the U.S. in in Mexico. The two games before the uh, Confed Cup. Well, I think the bigger test still though is going to be the Costa Rica game because we might be without Vela, which. One can argue that he was like the the driving force for for the the positive results that we that we saw. Well, I mean, apparently I mean, we talked about this a little earlier. He, I mean, there's, I mean, today they announced that he he was a game time decision tomorrow, so it can't be all that serious. I don't know. I heard he was a he had a torn meniscus. 
that doesn't sound like he could just go back the next week. I mean, sir. I mean, that's I I I never saw that anywhere. I mean, believe me, I'm. Well, say say okay. say maybe he, I'm misinformed. Say he is out though. I don't see him as a real impact player. I think Tecatito is the number one guy right now. He just needs. I to, disagree. Just needs to stop disappearing a little bit. But he 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 can change the game in an instant. It took Osorio all of one second of seeing that guy play firsthand to be like, all right, he's gonna. He, I'm gonna have to find he's, a he's way to starter. start him. <laughs> Yeah. I'm gonna have to find a way to start him. That's that's that to me speaks volumes. He's like, I had it all sorted out, and then this dude. Showed it was up, like when Piojov saw and like, Crap. Herrera and uh, Guardado play for the first time. Oh, that's those are guys are gonna be my my midfield in the World Cup, not uh, Negro Medina and Julit. They're different players. They get they they're different players. I, I I mean, obviously on a one one v one, then yeah, Corona is going to definitely outshine Vela. But there's just a, a bit of class that that Vela has that nobody else seems to, seems to have. Not to not to rain on your parade here a little bit, Dan. But uh, I know that uh, I don't know if you're watching, but the the Copa Mekis match between Santos and America. It was three one when I walked away. It was a three two. It ended three two. What a great game. I mean, that was unbelievably entertaining. Uh, well, not surprised that Chepo failed again. Wow. I'm sure Chepo well, was uh, unlike, unlike inferior coaches, um, we prioritize the, the league above uh, a Copa. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's legit. Although, although La, uh, La Volpe couldn't even win an uh, inferior, uh, inferior cup. <laughs> yeah, but but you have to remember, Fernando. No, I know you're a Copa Emeki is you're a Copa Emeki's aficionado, and you and you know that like, like this is really the first half of a tie that they play because the uh, it's a group stage. It's a group stage thing, but the winners of the home and the home the home and home get like an extra point or something like that. Like whoever wins the series. So so it's not over just yet. You know, Chepo still. You know, it, it's just three two on aggregate. It was just the first half. No, anyway, it was a really entertaining match. It was. Uh, uh, both teams your, were were playing. Your with, boy saw some action. Oh man, I uh, I, 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 I want Chepo to uh, do some career rehab for my boy Chaton, who uh, is a player that could just be a, just a devastating game changer if he ever got going. He was a devastating game changer. He was a, he was a really good midfielder. Not the, yeah, not well, the, you know, it's it's going to take him a bit. Clearly. Um, I'm not going to lie. I was, I, I was surprised that he hadn't been able to make the starting 11 uh, the first two weeks. Well, you know, um, he's, he's coming off injury. You know, Chepo didn't want to overdo it that much. You know, this, this, this. Hopefully that's all it is, and hopefully it's not anything more. Well, you know what his problem is right now, Dan, is he's got hair. He needs to, he needs to get the, get the buzz going. Yeah, and he the, needs to take the, the Chicharito approach of, of buzzing it again. Right. Going back and, to what worked. Exactly. That's, uh, that's exactly right. So hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll see uh, Chaton get more minutes for for Santos. And uh, Dan, so your your boy Santo, they won over the weekend. Yes, I, th- uh, I think that the uh, the uh, the the ghost of the of relegation, I think, is uh, you see it go further and further down the tunnel. That's good. Yeah, I think uh, I don't think they're going to be really stressed about that. I think right now at this point it's just building a team to, to start uh, competing for titles. I think the worst of it is past. Which is what you're accustomed to. Yes. 
And I'm and like I've said before in previous uh, previous podcasts, I uh, I'm I'm looking more and more optim feeling more optimistic about the the kids that are that they're being brought up. Um, it's uh, they got they got canteranos that, that are that are actually starting, and um, they're getting actually they're getting good results with, with them on the field. So that's it's that's very promising. Yeah. Do you think he had Hopefully for the national that, team with uh, with Chepo's new uh, new glasses? Do you think that that, you know, that that kind of changed it up for him a little bit? I don't think so. No, no. no. Could that have been Chepo's problem the whole time? He couldn't see. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why he was standing there squinting so much when he was standing there? You know? Well, he still looks angry though. Yeah. That that hasn't changed. I, he still looks pretty pretty pissed all the time. Well, you know the the, the best fans are the optimist fans. So, uh, so Dan, I'm I'm happy for you that you're that you have uh, that you have some optimism heading into the season. So, hopefully, oh hopefully man, I'm, I'm not even you. I'm not even stressed, man. We're 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 making the Liga. How far we go, you know, that's to be determined. But 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 this team's only going to get better. That of that I'm 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 sure of. Yeah. So if 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 your uh, if your boys win the title, would would you would you put uh, green and white? War stripes on your on on your on your kid's face and uh, and and post a picture on our on our website. I absolutely will. Yeah. And no. if I get drunk enough, I might have to consider getting a chapel tattoo. Now we just need with a pic, with a picture of Fernando. Joel, you guys you guys know where each other live. Joel, when you should go to in the in the final since you're uh, you're now the the Cambiarrayas Cuadrado when when you're a chapel fan. Watching your your boy Chepo win the final, they win. You better bring that bottle so that Dan can get his 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 Chepo tattoo. You should both get matching Chepo tattoos. Chepo tattoos. Yeah. Chepo brothers. What you should do is, is like is like have the tattoo where where half his face is, is on one arm, and half the other face <laughs> is on the other. So when you guys stand next to each other, it completes it. It completes the Chepo tattoo. Shoulder to shoulder. That's right. I like it. You know, and he could be wearing a Santos uh, jersey on my on mine, and he could wear uh, not, not chest. He was on his. That's oh, right. Man. Half a chest and half a chest. Man. A peck tattoo. You know, if that happened, I think you guys would probably rip a hole in the space-time continuum. <laughs> if, 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 if that ever happened. No, no, I, you know, it's, uh, it, it's good for Santos, good for Chepo, good for the league, man. It's, uh, that, that, that's a good story. I'm, I'm a fan, of, I'm a fan of comedy, John, and, and I'm just thinking, man, it would just be like the ultimate F you to, to Vergara if, if, if you were to pull this off. You know, and, and a big F you to, to everybody because – you know, people. <laughs> I, I think it's extremely unfair how he's been painted as to be a poor coach, and, and like Joel said, mentioned, uh, I think last week, how it's just, you know, what he did with the national team is apparently is unforgivable, and I just think it's kind of s- little extreme. You know, it yeah, would, no, yeah, the, the fans will will continue judging you for that, which it would happen to Mesa. It would be Not ironic, to, wouldn't it, Dan, if like when Chepo gets the trophy and it says Chepo, you know, would you have anything to say? And he goes, <laughs> "You." I also think Alindo should be coaching. So, yeah, man, absolutely. Another proven winner. Uh, Who not has won titles? Kind of Who love. has won titles? And and one one for Santos was it two two years ago? Uh, I think it was more more than that. Um, I think it was two years ago. No, that was with Cachinha. Oh, uh, was it? Yeah. Uh, 
Man, I'm terrible with dates, dude. I can't even remember my kids. Or was birthday. it the one with when 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 Oribe was going bananas? I think that's the one. Hey, by the way, Joel, uh, Sa- uh, Leon is playing hey. right now. They're on TV. Did you see who the striker is? And he he has them playing spectacular during the 2005 uh, Copa Libertadores. Qué lindo. Oh yeah, that's when they beat Boca. He was the coach. Yeah. yeah. John, hey. you were actually when you were talking about Kuli, he was actually <laughs> he was in the screen warming up. There you go. But yeah, he just needs he just needs his a six pack. A six pack and a drive. He needs a, a six pack and a six pack. A cruise around town. Actually, that game, that game is uh, already played, I believe. Oh, I'm not sure it is taped late, but I just, it just, it's just funny to me that uh, that they're playing Hulit where where he where where God intended him to play. And and apparently somebody's for Leon. Well, yeah, are you gonna spoil? Are you gonna spoil the game? You can go ahead and spoil it if it already happened. That's fine. Yeah, Hulit scored. It was Leon three zero, I think. And then Hulit scored. Well, there you go. Yeah, he scored one. It was a tap in, sort of. But hey, you know, yeah. ask Chicharito if they count the same. Hey, he's still he's still. Now it's time to celebrate. Hulit is still a Chiba player. That's right. He's just on loan, isn't he? <laughs> I don't know how that works. You you pay this big amount, and then you loan him back. So I think it's the, well, basically, think it's the smartest thing they did. They're rent. They're renting him. Is what they're doing. And then you have to wonder him. if they're paying him off. All his wages is, is Leon even paying it? his wages in full? He's at tequila money. Either way, though, Juan, I mean that dude's that dude's was useless on your team, man. So no matter. No, what, I, I don't no, think so. His first season, he scored. He was a top scorer. I, I think they didn't yeah, know how to the, play the him. Kicks. Yeah, exactly. They, they... Juan, why don't they ever read our columns, man? They, I don't know, man, and but. And then here, here is even despite what Juwan says, uh, I don't think it all comes down to Almeida because I know Yera likes to put his input and say this guy needs to be here or this guy needs to be there. So it's amazing how when a team's winning, everyone wants to take the credit. Oh, it's because you know I was the one that facilitated the. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And I, I think that's, I, yeah, I think you hit the nail in the head right there. Huh? I think Yera wants to be that guy that finally something does happen. He's like, he will be. But the, he, he wants his share of the credit. He doesn't go down on the field and get his. Uh... Yeah, he did. actually they did. He did. It was yeah. Oh man, that's, that's <laughs> for the, I think Copa MX for the, for the, the medals. Medal. Beautiful. Yeah, but if uh, uh, Almeida, the best coach in Liga MX. What? He's, he's no. Got- He's got to be per Pern. He's got to be doing everything. He's, right. he's the greatest coach in history. He's playing Gulit where he should have been. It's just Gulit's fault. Nah, he. <laughs> <laughs> they won. They won the Copa MX, but but the team had already before he arrived had already made the Copa MX final. Can um, I ask you a question? As 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 as, as a, I know you're you're a, you're a, you're a true Chivas fan. Yes, yes, sir. And I don't want to. I don't want to embarrass you. <laughs> <laughs> when 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 they had that that parade after winning the Chivas MX trophy, they had the parade with the bus and everything like that. weren't you just a little embarrassed? Yeah, yes, sir, I was. Yes, sir, I was, man. Um, it's just for that cup, uh, and it's a cup that we've talked about that we wanted to get better, but 
the, the structure is going to have to change for that to happen because as it is, not all of the teams play on it. So sometimes you could win it, but some really good, strong teams didn't even participate. And that, that's that's part of it. So, I mean, it's good to win it, but not not to make a big deal about it. And, and You know what? I, I, I honestly believe that this show is very cathartic for you. Because uh, I think you get to you get to just lay off all of this this Chivas angst that's obviously been weighing you know you know for a guy who I know you don't probably get to watch him as much as you like to but you definitely keep up with you know and it just you know it, so we do it, it's like repealing layers off an onion when when we're, we're oh we're, man we're, you know and we're, nah, we're it's we're, been we're, this way for a it must be rough for him John yeah. because he's like. The only guy I know who talks about Chivas like this. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody I... else is so annoying. And in, in, in the 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 it's like, delusion it's, they live it's, under. It's like if all Fernando, the time. if Fernando was 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 a was a was a true Chivas fan. Just was full on, was yeah, full on Chivista. Yeah, one hundred percent. Not just fifty percent. No, one hundred one hundred percent tapatio. <laughs> you know, Fernando, when the phone rings, would get up. <laughs> you know that. That's a Chivas fan who uh, on Twitter, you know how Juventus came out with their new logo. Yeah, uh, the double J. A Chivas fan came out with a C, like written in crayon and an MS Paint or something, and said, "Here's the Chivas logo with a C." It it's funny though that logo looks as bad as as the new uh, Chargers logo. <sighs> Talk about bad logos, man. So uh, you know, uh, just on, on a quick side note here, Dan. Dan, you're you're our San Diego uh, correspondent. I got. I mean, pardon my French, but whole. I mean, holy shit! How could this happen? <laughs> people don't care. Wow. People just are, are that. Well, you know, I think people are resentful toward the toward the the, the Spanos in general. I think um, they feel they they've, they've probably taken a lot of money from the city. And don't didn't care enough to to keep them around. Wow! Do people not know how revenue bonds work? I, guess. I I don't know I don't know anybody who's torn up about it personally. Would it have been different if they were had been like really good? Well, if they were really good, that wouldn't have been a problem. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. <laughs> And that's one of the. I think that's one of the complaints that they always had toward them is the fact that they never produced uh, consistently winning teams. Now let me ask you an honest question: Who's more popular in San Diego, Cholos or the Padres? Damn. Woo. That's a good one. I think Padres, man. I think the Cholos is like a niche crowd that that watches them. That goes. Yeah. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, we don't live there, but I mean, I, you guys. Uh, well, the, I could. They I give could it the front that the, page treatment, is, don't they? There's a huge crossover between like uh, the cities. There's a ton of people that commute, um, back and forth. Because uh, it was this was easily a Chargers town. I mean, if there was a team that the, that they cared about, it was the Chargers. I've been a Padres games, man. It's sad, man. Nobody, nobody shows up. Uh, How would an MLS team do in in San Diego? Terribly, terribly. This isn't a sports town. 
I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, one thing that I wouldn't surprise me happening at all is if, uh, if Cholos one, one day becomes part of MLS. Man, that would be messed up. That'd be terrible. That would be terrible. Like you already hear about it. That was like the most offensive thing I've said to y'all. Oh, that would, that, that'd be the worst thing that could ever happen. Seriously, I mean, come on. Selling our land to the Gringos. I don't have... You know, yeah, you know another team who would do very well in, in MLS. Who oh, I mean, who's another team who would do very well in MLS? Honestly, Chivas. No, not Chivas. <laughs> they already tried that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm th- I'm thinking, and then I mean, I'm being honest here. Monterrey would be uh, that would be a very uh, a very good market. Yeah, and they are they already good at losing to Panamanian teams. That's right. They kept that going for the <laughs> That's right. Well, the thing with Chelsea that's different is that they have a bunch of uh, players that play for the national, the U.S. national team, and a lot of their like, uh, if you've seen Nate, a lot of their Twitter, a lot of their advertising is, oh, Cholos, we have a U.S. Uh, USMNT players, and you know they do the hashtag for them and and all those things. I they, think they that's want cool. to sell tickets. Or, it's a good idea. Yeah. This it's is a good strategy. I don't have an issue with if they're if they're bringing up players that are going to be future. Um, future nads. I mean, that's cool. I mean, that if that's the, if that's the, I mean, that's part of their. If it's part of the 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 area that they have to recruit to to build their team, that's fine. That's part of it. I but to to make it an MLS team now, I don't I don't mind Americans playing in the Mexican league. Well, I really uh, I really struck a nerve with you guys. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's offensive, man. <laughs> what what did you what you say, Dan? That you don't mind what. Playing in the I don't, I don't. I don't mind Americans playing in. I, I think it's. I like it. I like seeing pochos uh, out there, like me, uh, uh, playing. Whether well, they but, play for the U.S. or Mexico. I well, mean, but Cholos gets front page. They get front page coverage, right? In in uh, in San Diego. They do. They do get coverage. Yeah. Because. Yeah, they, but I, I'd like to see actually more Americans that are not don't have ties to Mexico. Because I mean, in, in the '90s, you had you had uh, what's his name? The coach, he was the Dynamo coach. I think I forget who's coaching now. Kinnear, what's his name? Dominic. Dominic. Yeah, he was with There's Necaxa. No, he was with Necaxa. He was Clay, with Necaxa. Clay Goyman was with Cruz Azul. Yeah, there you go. Clay. Mike Mike Sorber lived at Bora's house. And he played for Pumas and, and played well for Pumas. Yeah, yeah. Sorber, I remember. Sorber. And there Alexi was uh, the, uh, uh, Alexi Lalas played in León, didn't he? No, no, it's not no, like it was Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was it was Sorber, Kinnear, Balboa. Um, there was another one. Jesus, I can't remember the name. That was what? the one. Um, the one where where your team missed out on. Man, I was really hoping to see Donovan play play at America. That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> it it would have oh, been so God. awesome, man. Like, because seriously, I mean, I don't. I've never. Seems a better, a greater villain than Donovan. Man, you... and and to see him on 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 the most hated team in Mexico, it, it would have been a brilliant move for 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 both both people. Both you could get him. He could he could start peeing on other people's uh, uh on other teams. Uh, he had already peed at the Jalisco, yeah. So I mean, so he was already an Americanista. He was he was baptized <laughs> Americanista indirectly. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> 
Wow. Sorry about that, Hawaiian. Here, here, Hawaiian. Here. <laughs> you remember that? That was a pretty scandal of the. the oh, yeah. There you go, Well, Joel, Joel, I think, did mention the lines um, for the restroom, so you can't blame him. He was warming up. He was warming up, and he was stretching his leg, and then he just, he just, you know, released sure himself. He had no idea that there was a camera out there, and I'm sure that he ain't the first, and he ain't, hadn't been the last. So, let's not pretend that he was the only one that's ever done that. Anyway, I, I was going to ask a whole other question. If uh, if Guli comes back to Chivas like uh, like Fierro did, is he going to cry again? He's you know he's going to do what? He's going to come back riding. He's going to come back. We have some pride. <laughs> we have some passion this time. Who knows, man? It depends who the coach is. Uh, the last I heard was that uh, Almeida was fed up with him. That guy had been partying a lot. And, you know. Did you ever party with him when you went to Guadalajara? No, I haven't, I haven't been there in years, John. You and Hulet didn't? It's It's been years since I've been. Do y'all remember in the Fran- right before the France '98 World Cup when the, the whole England was was hanging on Gaza? Was he going to make it? Was he was not going to make it? And there was news that he and uh, and Rod Stewart went on a bender like three days before whatever it was, and then he didn't make it. And Rod Stewart was like devastated. He blamed himself. We shouldn't have gone out. <laughs> Did y'all ever get to see him play when he was when he was on Gaza? I just saw clips from the ninety Ooh. World Cup. Ooh. I I uh, I saw Gaza towards the end of his career. I mean, I didn't I didn't see him because obviously, you know, I didn't have access to what was it? Fox Sports World came out I think in ninety six, ninety seven, right. something like right. that. So I I saw him towards the end. I mean, obviously, I did I did see the ninety six uh, Euro. Oh, you remember the the goalie scored against Scotland? Scotland, yeah, that was really that was a nice one. Yeah, have y'all y'all remember that? Y'all, you know, what we're talking about? It was a no. nice little sombrerito. He did a little sombrero, and he, yeah, he, it was in like at Wembley, like in the middle of the day. I mean, the sun. I mean, just you couldn't have asked for it. And against the Scots, we were born yet. <laughs> I think ninety six. No, I think you were probably born, Fernando. You were. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, Fernando. Hey, you, what? If you've never seen it, definitely it 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 it's it's absolutely worth a look on the YouTube. Yeah. In fact, if you can, we we can post links on our little chat, right? We can or, or, or yeah. show that stuff. I think we should because that's uh. I'll let I'll let our technical director. Have you that. actually? Have you seen? Uh, I mean, he looks bad. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, there was there was like. Are you I surprised? Think was, no, no, he's he's a drunk. He's a drunkard. No, but uh, he. Uh, I mean, I don't even think he's gonna last. I mean. I was surprised George, you know, George Best lasted as long as he did. Uh, George is one of the greatest, one of the greatest quotes in soccer history. He said, I, "I spent all my money on on booze and women, and the rest I wasted." God bless. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is a good one. <laughs> I, I, the one that I love, and I don't even know it by heart, but it's the one from uh, from Cantona where. Uh, after he, you know, he uh, he kicks that fan, right? And he just gives this philosophical, you know, uh, 
something about the trawlers and you know to the press. That's a, that's a good one. Basically, you know, the, the the gist of it is that you know you guys are just there waiting for me to do something. You know. Yeah. You know what my uh, one of my favorite best quotes when you said uh, uh, I gave up women and alcohol. It was like the worst twenty minutes of my life. <laughs> This reminds me of uh, Picante. They on the forums. They're talking about Picante and David Faltas was fighting with that uh, that Olmo guy, and he was saying Madrasos is part of the game, and and Faltas was saying no, no, it's not, it's not. And I agree, it is part of the game. It is. I I do too. I'm, I'm with you. It's not part of the sport of soccer, but it's part of the game. If you're in a competition, you're going to fight. Yeah, it's competitive. And and you do get hit throughout the game. A lot of times you don't see it, but and same with like, what you're talking about with George Best and all that. Part yeah. of the game is booze and women, which because that's all the players are doing. I mean, it's not; it, it's part of the whole. I think they actually should make it in the actual, a natural part of the game. They, sh- they should involve, like, <laughs> you know, you know, take two shots if you want to. You know, you know, from will from give you a free kick from further out or whatever it is. Oh man, I... you know, absolutely, absolutely. Who likes your idea, John? Well, it sort of is because you have booze all in the stadiums and he's cheerleader. He he's a throwback. He's a throwback. Yeah. Did you ever? Did you ever hear that uh, that quote from? I think it was Slatin, or where I think he he. What, I don't know how he said something about his dad that like you know when he left the house, he told his dad, "You're in control of the house now," or, or something. Well, you're, you're the man of the house now. Yeah, you're the man of the house now. <laughs> when they left, <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> you know, it's funny about Cantona. He. Uh... He was supposed to be in the world the, in the World Cup here in the U.S. in '94, but 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 Risto Risto scored a hell of a call to take it away from when they beat him, and then Bulgaria goes to the semifinals. Crazy how that works out. That was a really good France team too. They had Cantona, they had Papa, they had uh, all the guys that uh, you know obviously won the tournament in '98. In, in Would have been a really good team as well. For some of you guys that don't know Gaza. There's a famous picture of him and Vinnie Jones. Uh huh. Where uh, Vinnie Jones from, like you know, the snatch and right. And, you know, he used the, to play. Used to play for uh, for Wimbledon. Yeah, just grabbing his nuts. <laughs> yes, I have seen that. Oh man. <laughs> There's also one of Vinnie Jones uh, taking out like a six year old that I that I post occasionally. It's really funny. They asked him about it later. He says, you know, they said, you know, why on earth would you foul that kid? He says, I went for the ball. <laughs> said it wasn't a foul. I went for the ball. Good, uh, good defending. Good defending from from Vinnie Jones. Did, did you guys uh, read about the, you know, the possible ideas that FIFA's throwing out? I think it was Van Marco Van Basten about you know like you know things that they're like discussing is to like. He would like to see the game without the offside rules, you know that it that it works in you know that it worked in lacrosse or I don't or handball in Europe, you know, um, do something similar to the shootouts as opposed to the penalties, which MLS did that. You so know. basically, he's going to bring back the NASL. What he's going to do? Um, yeah, the NASL, the, the yeah, the old NASL. They they had something similar to yeah, they had the, well, the offsides. They had but an offsides it, but, line like hockey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like a hockey, but uh, because, I mean, 
I guess the way his line of thinking was that, you know, many teams, they form their teams as to how they're going to defend, how they're going to defend. So he wants to kind of break away from that, which I don't know, maybe, maybe a team can do a, you know, give it a go. Just for like, you know, one season. Well, if he wants to make it like handball, he's going to have to make the nets a whole lot bigger. (laughs) I'm serious. You know, you have much more accuracy with your hand than you do with your foot, and yeah, and much more velocity too. So, that I've always thought that uh, if they really wanted to improve it, I would I would make the goal like a half a meter wider and a quarter meter taller. But uh, I mean that that's how you get more scoring. Make the goal bigger. Could you imagine if soccer was like handball, where it's just like eleven, like all twenty-two guys moving, you know, down the field, like almost like football? It wasn't. It wasn't that long ago where it was just two two points for the game for the win, one right. for the. Uh, I think that maybe to encourage more offense, to to basically change it up, change up the point system. Like if you you know like if you win by three or four goals, oh, that would be very mean. But but you're right. So if you win by like more than three goals, then you get like six points, or, or something like that, or even like three and a half points, or or, or something. But to, you know to, to incentivize, you know, the teams to attack more. Well, I do know that they are talking about having shootouts at the end of uh, the group stage when they they do that crazy group stage in in 2026. Where I guess it'll be like hockey, where like the, you're still going to get a point for losing, but the other team's going to get a point if they win the shootout, so they get two points. So it'd be three, two, one. Unfortunately, what that means is that the uh, like the the the, min, the minnows are going are going to desperately play for penalty kicks because that's, that's going to be one way for them to get through. That shootout deal is such a huge mistake. You don't like it, Fernando? Not at all. I don't like any traffic. It's a vestigial of tr- the trash well, from MLS. Does soccer really need fixing like that, though? The only th- I think we talked about it last week, but uh, I don't think it needs too much of fixing. The only thing is, like, all the finals seem to go to penalties because everyone plays so tightly. I think that there needs to be some type of change. And I think you mentioned something last week on how to do that, like the golden goal or something. Well, you know what you could do is if you go to extra time uh, – you know, maybe you lose a, each team loses a guy, so you're down to ten. And then in the second extra time, I and mean, we saw, I know, for the circumstances, but uh, it was pretty obvious that that nine versus nine in the uh, Tigres America game, and I think both teams had chances to to score, was very open. So that that's one thing oh, that they can do to change. Now that. it's open. Now the field's open. <laughs> it was always. I know we we, we never know. said it wasn't. Okay, that was the point that I was trying to make. That but it's open that, for both teams. That's not. It wasn't just open for Tigres. No, but not uh, right. I no, mean, but my, the the point was that you know the point that I was making then was that because it was nine on nine, obviously there's more passing lanes. So America, being the defender, was at a disadvantage now because obviously they. Ha- but they're, but, they're, that, but but I guess that's what I didn't understand. Is like why on earth would they want to be defending that much when they can take advantage of the same things? That's what but, I didn't get because because they needed to win the game too. 
No, at that, at that time. Oh, at that, point, they were, at that point, you're right. At that point, they were, they were defending the lead. But still. Yeah. yeah. But still, they, they, I mean, again, you know, you're, at that point, your your best defense is an offense. So. Well, let me, let me put you this way. Do you, do you think that if uh, if America would have decided to maybe attack more when it was nine versus nine, do you think that, that, that their chances would have been a little different? Honestly, I think I think they were, you know, La Mofa didn't really concede until like the last five, five, you know, seven or so minutes of the second half. So I, I think he did it right. I mean, yeah, it was the last minute of the second half. Uh, yeah, it was. It was almost the last did, minute of injury time. It was a, it was he, very he, painful. He, he did. He did it right as, as to terms as to like as to bunker. Now, if 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 he would have bunkered the entire fifteen minutes, I would have said something. Yeah. You know. Do you uh, but, do you have his number? Are you in constant communication with Abigoton? No, no, no. I lost, I lost his number. No. And 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 his 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 response is always the same. Yo siempre digo que el fútbol algunas veces en mi punto de vista es como un ajedrez. You know, he's like, dude, it was a chess match. I had to hide the counter. I had to hide the, you know. I had to take pick my spots. Had to move my pieces. Had to move oh. my pieces. So, so I think we're all in agreement that the shootout, no, no bueno, or the, or the or the or the, uh, the run up shootout, I guess, not the penalty kick. It's the definition of trash. The very definition. So when I look up trash in the dictionary, and I, I see a picture of 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 a, of, a, of, a, of a shootout. Yes, that's exactly what was my my mind when you said that. You read my mind. I guess it's kind of like the old, like the penalty shot in hockey when they have shootout. Don't they know what they, Ronnie, you're a hockey guy. Know what they do in hockey? I never. I'm, seen not, hockey re- I'm not really a, much of a hockey guy. I've been to like hockey, hockey, a couple hockey games, but yeah, uh, did you get into a fight. Honestly, you did, didn't uh, you? No, I. It's not something I really plan on following. He's a rugby guy. Ronnie's a rugby guy. I like rugby. Yeah. Hey, we're gonna carry rugby on our channel. Awesome. Yeah, the Huns, the Austin Huns. I, I, I'd like to, I'd like for the U.S. to make a, a bid for the uh, the Rugby World Cup. Do they have to awesome. play it? In? Well, of course they do. But doesn't the field have to be like bigger, like much bigger? No, no. They I, they I they have the bigger they, football field. Yeah, they have the they have the stage for it. The next one is uh, in Tokyo. Yeah, I think it is. It seems like the Rugby World Cup is always in a, in a time zone that you have to get up like at 2 in the morning to watch the games. Well, you know, that's one of the things that – and they've gone better. I mean, they've gone better. In fact, uh, Mexico, they have a rugby team, Los Serpientes, which they're – if I'm not mistaken, I think they're only like a couple games away from qualifying to the World Cup. That would be fantastic. Yes, they would. They would, they would get their asses beaten every which way, but it would be fun to watch. You know what? It it, it would be great. It would be badass. <laughs> it really would. It, it really would. They'd be like Kevin Bacon in the in Animal House. They'd be on their on their getting the, getting the paddle from the from the upperclassmen. Thank you for letting me be part of your club for this week. Well, that, that's one of the things that I wish that the uh, Mexican Federation, you know, soccer would. Start, you know, promoting, promoting or helping out is the the rugby. My school in Mexico City played. We had a rugby team. I didn't get to play on it because uh, I left it on sixth grade, but I did play on the. Oh wow, that was a nice goal on the 
rugby's fun. I always like watching Fiji because I know that they weren't necessarily going to win, but they were going to run really fast when they, whenever they broke down the outside. And that was always a, a really fun strategy to see when they could get it going. It was really exciting because you just don't see that in rugby very often. No. Do they still play like that, Fiji? Fiji, I didn't. I didn't watch a Fiji game this past uh, World Cup. I uh, the games that I watched mostly were with. If I'm not, I saw. Well, I saw the U.S. Russia game. I saw the U.S. Georgia game. If I recall, I, I, I saw most. I think I missed only one of the U.S. matches. I saw uh, Argentina play a lot. I, I saw obviously Australia. That's right. You said you're you're a big Pumas fan. Well, no, I mean I want them to do well, obviously, because you know, you know, obviously, I mean it was no surprise that the four semifinals were, you know, you know the the, the powerhouses, which was you know New Zealand, Australia, South Africa, and and uh, right. So it's know, always it's always those three, and 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 some lucky Argentina, by T. Yeah, Argentina. Argentina made a push for it, but the thing is that Argentina now is. Uh, they're in the in the because uh, they had the, they used to do the Tri Nations, which was you know, it was kind of like like the Copa America, actually, right? It was for the for the ones in the southern hemisphere, which was you know obviously uh, New Zealand, Australia, and and, uh, and South Africa. But uh, they invited uh, they invited uh, Argentina. So really, well, yeah, well, good for them. Yeah, because they have that in Europe. They have the uh, I forget what they call the five nations. I think it was that, that yeah, was something five like the five or six nations, something yeah. like that. And they they play each other. They they play every year, man. It is. I remember when I was in Paris and England came to Paris and they beat them. And I remember my uh, my our, our our my the gentleman whose house I was staying. When I asked who won, because I didn't know who had won, and he looked at me and he said, "C'est une catastrophe pour la France." And then he went on, and he was so sad. I'd, I'd never seen him so depressed. He was just beside himself. But just he's like, you see, and, and then like, like he said, you know, I don't mind losing, but he said, but you can't lose to the English. <laughs> you know what? Speaking of which, speaking of which, that's what probably Monterrey needs to do is they need to hire an Englishman and have that Englishman Frenchman rivalry in in, in La Sultana. Because you have Guignac. Yeah. Absolutely. They should get like, uh, uh, you know who would be a perfect for Monterrey is Harry Redknapp. He would be yeah. just delightful in Monterrey, I think. You need a drunkard. I think for the, oh, there you go. A, a drunkard, a drunkard Englishman. Like, 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 like the English version of Tomas Boy. <laughs> That's what you need. You need to erase the ante up. Interesting. Well, you know, I said earlier that uh, that I thought that Monterrey and Cholo should be should be an MLS, and I struck a nerve, Ron. They were they were not happy with me. Oh, repeat that again. You said what? <laughs> that, that that it would it wouldn't surprise me, like you know, down down the road, if if Cholos and Monterrey ended up in MLS. Thing goes crazy. And yeah, but Fernando just. Yeah, and 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 then both he and Dan both were just oh my, oh, like 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 I. That is disgraceful. You, you know what? Honestly, with the whole in the way FIFA's changed, you know, Blatter obviously wouldn't have accepted that because you know obviously 
you know, MLS has a league. Mexico has a league. Yeah, but Canada has teams in MLS. That's because they don't have the part to have their own league. They don't have the... Yeah, yeah they, I mean, they, they, and, they can have their own league. No, it'd be oh, really weak. It'd be it'd be less than minnow. Yeah, it would be minnow. So, so and there's so they, get example, what, they get a pass because of that. There's actually a lot of leagues that get a pass. Monaco gets a pass. They get to play in the French well, league. Monaco is the size of grouping. Well, exactly. Liechtenstein. Liechtenstein gets a pass. They get well, to play Canada, in frozen. No, Liechtenstein. Well, well, Liechtenstein plays as its own country. Oh, but the league. But, the but league, again, the league. The does league. Does Liechtenstein yeah. have a league? What's that? Do they have a league? Uh, Oh, if it is, it's 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 not enough to to, to sustain that. Well, I uh, think Canada is is. I mean, I may be bad at geography, but I'm gonna go on a limb and think that that, that Canada is a little bigger than Liechtenstein. I think they have they have a few more population centers in Liechtenstein. Okay, well, Wales, Wales is another one. I'm, Cardiff, you're right because cause, cause, Swansea is a, they played their their Welsh team right? and Cardiff City and stuff like that. So yeah. there's actually three or four. Welsh teams yeah, but that play that play in, 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 in the English pyramid, football pyramid. But the problem with Canada is that uh, you only have a couple cities. You only have a couple cities that could even actually, you know, uh, you have Toronto, you have uh, Vancouver, you have uh, what is it? There's Montreal. Toronto, Montreal. There's and then, Edmonton, there's Calgary, and Winnipeg, then, and that's really it. Well, all the other te- all the other cities don't have all. Canada only has like thirty two something million. You can have like, but see, but they have the CFL. The CFL does the CFL thrives. So, so you can't tell me that 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 a soccer league wouldn't thrive in Canada. CFL is older than the than the NFL. CFL has yeah, been around for almost hundred years. I know, but keep in mind, CFL also had a lot of financial problems. I actually find had, CFL football to be very exciting. I, mean, I think it's fun. Well, yeah, they like they they like offense. There's oh, a league in Jamaica. Is there a league in Jamaica or uh, Trinidad? There is because they have teams Trin- in the, in the Concacaf. Yes, uh, they do have a Trinidad. They or, have, in fact, in fact, I know this because uh, Chivas. Look, I think they lost the West Connection. They did lose the. Or, they were or, humiliated by W Connection. <laughs> You're sorry, absolutely correct. Sorry, if they can support a league, then maybe. Joel, was it West Connection or was it Joe Public? No, I think it was W Connection. Okay, West W Connection. Well, left. Yeah, I know. I know. In fact, that team, West Connection, they were the the, the team comprised of microbuseros, you know, and fishermen. Yeah, yeah, full time workers and other stuff. Yeah, I know. That was that was messed up. Where's Hoyle, by the way? Canada. He has left. Hoyle has left, but he didn't even say goodbye. He goes, "I work tonight. Got to get going. Good show, fellas. Send me the notes later, chickies." Okay. So there you go. Well, maybe with. Uh, with uh, with Joel stepping off, we have a we'll, we'll round it off in a nice two hours here here in a, in, a, in in ten minutes. So, uh, Ron, you you've seen America play. It's only been one week. They had a good win tonight. Uh, you you don't see any any reason other than to think that things are going to be normal. Good season. Your 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 expectations are are tempered. Uh well, I mean, La Volpe wanted obviously another. Uh, player, um, I don't know. It's 
I, I think I, I think you're right in the term in, in respect to Darwin Quinteros that I think this is his last uh, chance to really you know make his mark on the team. Sure. And you know if he plays how he played in Santos, which I, that's what we all wanted. I think I think uh, they have a chance. Ori, uh, Peralta needs to step it up as well. Um, you know, one 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 of the bright spots is that uh, La Volpe. He's he's shown some of the younger players from the cantera. You know, uh, it seems like he's given them a couple. Uh, you know, some confidence. Obviously, that's a good thing. Yeah, the defenders are pretty good. So you know, it, it's. I'm not going to say that. Oh, they're going to be in the final. You know, like last last you know last time around, I was confident. Uh, but they had the team uh, to do it. Um, I, I, I just don't know if Darwin and Peralta. I mean, we need them. If, if, if they're off, uh, I see a quarterfinal exit. All right. So, so you, so you're putting the the, the the season entirely on the shoulders of Darwin Quintero and Oribe Peralta. Well, that's fair. I think that's fair. That's fair. Not just solely, but obviously they 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 have a lot to do with the you know the offensive output. Right. You know, if, if so, you don't score, you don't win. So a, a successful year by them means that they're going to have a successful year. Yeah. If they ha- if they have successful, I, th- I think I think that win. Um, you know, if for, well, first and foremost, if they keep their heads cool, not just those two players, but just you know the entire team. And that's one thing that Lavolpe did is that you know he he. He got that team down to like you know, very little bookings and red cards right. prior to the final. Uh, it made a huge it, difference. It did, obviously it did. Um, and you know, more than anything, I just uh, for the, at least for the next two, two or three weeks, uh, I, I would. I, I the players are. I mean, I, I still sense that the players are a little. They're a little off. I think they're just, you know, you know, they they played, you know, a lot. So then, so then, the goal for America then is to not let it get too far away from them early in the season because they're going to struggle. No, yeah, I, I I think that I think that you know La Volpe needs to spread it out a little, uh, and, and not burn out. Right. And I think and I think that it would do America good in the in the mm-hmm. long run in terms of you know getting you know other players, you know, into the mix and stuff like that. Target the middle of the pack for the league because well, frankly, all you have to do is just make it because you know there's really no home field advantage. It's just you make it again, and then away you go. So, so yeah, so, yeah that that seems like a. I wouldn't I wouldn't look at at the loss to the uh, to, to Toluca. Uh, I mean, that's really a tough place to get a win, anyhow. You know. Yeah, if your team looks good and Toluca loses, just be be happy with that and. And and move on because you're right that that is a very very tough place to play. Yeah, yeah. My uh, I know that my team doesn't do, doesn't do very well at all when they go to Toluca, and it's like a well, like like a thirty minute ride. I mean, it's, it's just what's what's the uh, I always I always forget. There's this there's like a record or like there's a like a streak. Is it is it Chivas at Pumas or is it? No, it's been it the... Pumas at Chivas. Pumas hasn't won since uh, 1982. Pumas has not won in Guadalajara. Really? Yeah. 
in the regular season. They've they've the won. In, yeah, they've won in the year. So so hold on. when when Pumas beat Chivas like seven two seven one or something like that, like eight two is like a massacre. So that was at uh, that. So that was played at uh, Unam, right? I would guess, yeah. Okay. Because I know there's also another statistic of a team having a horrible record at the at the Bombonera. I just don't remember. I don't remember if that was Pumas uh, or Chivas. It would surprise if it was Pumas because they actually I think the last time they won there, I think Bruno Marioni was there. Uh, okay, was okay. there for so it's it's been a while, but it hadn't been like 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 that much. Okay. Fernando, Fernando, your 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 Rayados are, are hanging in there. Yes, they are. Do you uh, do you expect uh, the, uh, what is your expectation for for the season? Well, you know the 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 league is so the parity is so close, so it's it's really hard, like to say oh they're gonna do you know you can only expect the best, but we do need a change in leadership in regards to the coaching. Um, what, what, what happened with you? And uh, does is he not returning your calls anymore? I mean, did, did he, <laughs> what what is going on? It's just that we have a great team, and and the looks like no le, no le está sacando jugo. I think is what you're saying. Yes, that's exactly it. Like he's just demonstrated. It's like what his third season now with an amazing. Uh, like, so know, he's he he's underachieving, and you think that that you need to get someone there that can get the players to play up to their potential. Who who would that be, Fernando? If Bucetich. you're, uh, uh, <laughs> Bucetich, bring them back. Damn it. How? Okay. Why would why would a team like Monterrey, who has been you know dying to have success for forty years, finally get a coach where they just do unbelievably why on earth they name a street after the guy and then they fire him after because he had one bad season it was a mistake big mistake who does that well obviously Monterrey <laughs> yeah anyway okay so uh, so kid he's not available who are you bringing in if possible Almeida but really not available either well, a few losses, and he might be available. So uh, interesting. So I, I don't know if another. I feel I feel like you're 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 a little bearish on your on your on your on your pandilla. So yeah, uh, yeah I do think that um, it's up it's up in the air. So wow. Uh, you know, usually you're so confident, Fernando, to, to hear this uh, this. I guess I'll call it pragmatism, and you know, and 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 a real uh, a real. <laughs> centered look at uh, you know and realistic expectation of your team. I'm I'm I'm, I'm impressed, man. You've uh, well, you know, I'm not you're evolving. I, I can I can make I can make proper assessments of, of certain situations. Well, I'm sure you can, and you have, and you will, and you will continue to do so. Is Dan? Dan has 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 fallen off. Chikis, what 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 gatos uh, are, are are you on this week? <laughs> Uh, are you are you back to Pumas? Nicolas has brought hope back to Pumas, so he has. They're going to be dynamic with him at the front. The yeah. goal, so the tijera that he scored that was that was pretty sweet. So even from the first game, you could tell this guy was you know doing something new. Yeah, and Cruz Azul is uh, is I don't care what people say that that they are a tough out 
regardless of how of, of how poorly or whatever kind of they're playing. They're always a tough team to beat, home or away. So yeah, anytime you beat them is uh, is, is good. That said, that those are good three points. And the thing with the thing with uh, with Tigres, the other gato is that uh, they're they're still playing their their subs. I don't think they're playing the full team. Like America, is there? Are they playing their full team? As opposed to Tigres, they're they're just like coasting. They're not even caring right now. So they haven't brought in the. I think Gignac and is not starting. Uh, well, you know they play America this week, so uh, they're gonna. You know th- this is a game. I don't, frankly, it wouldn't surprise me at all if this game ended up zero zero anyway. I just don't think that either team uh, can afford to lose, and they'll just say, "Hey, thanks. We'll see y'all later in the season." Yeah, who knows? it should be exciting, but we'll see. Hopefully, it will be. Hopefully, it will. hopefully, my maybe I'm being too cynical, but. Uh, Maybe we'll see some excitement as you as you say. And uh, I wish we had Joel on. He had to fall off. I was going to ask him about uh, about the, the Pulido injury, but it looks like he's going to end up playing. So Chivas have a match against Cholos, and I'm, I think Pumas actually plays Leon. So I'll get to see Julio at striker firsthand. We'll get to see how that plays out for us, uh, Chiquis. If it, if it if it works out for Leon or not, hopefully, you know, at least for this game, hopefully it won't. So, yeah. Excellent. Well, I think that was an excellent show, guys. It was really enjoyable. It was uh, entertaining. I think informative. Uh, one of our one of our better shows. So, uh, I think uh, thank you all very much for, uh, for 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 your stuff. It was it was uh, everyone was bringing bringing the heat tonight. So it was good. Thank you, John. Thank you, guys. Yeah, y'all have a y'all have a great night. Uh, Likewise. Yep. This has been uh, later, Pern. Later, Abeto. Yeah, there we go. Excellent. Well, this has been the Los Acero Football Podcast. Oof, there, I did it again. This has been the Cantina Mackey's <laughs> Football Podcast. Oof, I have to get used to that. It's only been three weeks. You would uh, figure it out. But uh, we do thank you guys for joining us and uh, want to uh, mention that we're on every uh, Wednesday night at 9.30 on uh, YouTube, and of course, you can listen to this and all the previous editions of the Cantina Mekis football podcast on iTunes. So thank you guys very much, and uh, we will uh, talk to you guys next week.